Hi folks, thanks for joining me this week. I have a quick update with Desiree Tinoco and want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I'm Renee Nelson and this is Unsolved Wyoming. Good afternoon, Desiree. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Well, it is a holiday week for most folks if they celebrate Thanksgiving. Are you all ready? As ready as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> right? All oh, the cooking is going to, I think we start cooking either tomorrow or Wednesday. So, yeah. well, just because we want to make sure we keep the word out there for our folks, what's going on with DCI? This week, six cases were removed from DCI's database, and they've added three new cases. Caleb and Caden Wilson are missing from Casper. They were last seen November 8th. Caleb, 13, is a white male, approximately 4'10", 130 pounds, with green eyes and blonde hair. Caden, 15, is a white male, approximately 5'2", 150 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. He has pierced ears. Anyone with information, please contact Casper PD at 307-235-8278. Dawson Burns, age 16, was last seen in Cheyenne on November 8th. He's a white male, approximately 6 foot, 160 pounds, with blue eyes and brown hair. He was last seen wearing black, red, and white shirt and blue jeans. He's a tattoo of 1,400 on his arm and a money sign tattoo above his ankle. Anyone with information, please contact Cheyenne PD at 307-637-6500. And the family of Caden Hisson has reached out for help via Facebook. Uh, this case has been verified with law enforcement. He's a white male, 15, 5'11", with red curly hair, last seen in a red hoodie and black vest. He was seen along with two girls that ran away from the Yes House in Gillette, and have since been spotted in Newcastle together. Unfortunately, at this time, no information has been released to the public about who the two girls are. The three minors are assumed to be traveling back and forth between Gillette and Newcastle. If anyone has information, please contact Gillette PD at 307-686-5250. And of course, with all cases, you can contact Wyoming DCI at 307 307- 777-7181. They also have the option to submit tips anonymously on their website. And I wanted to mention the Amber Alert that most of us received throughout the state. Late last week, a young girl from Casper was abducted by a family member's ex-husband after what appears to be a grooming situation. Thankfully, law enforcement was able to track them down in Arizona. It's a perfect example and reminder to parents to keep track of who's in contact with your children. There's a false narrative around the idea of strangers kidnapping children. However, the majority of the time, this is not the case. Uh, only 25% of children are taken by strangers. The majority are taken by family members or an acquaintance. 
The statistic was provided by Kids Health. Thankfully, this child was returned to their family. Absolutely. Goodness, that is, that is a rough statistic. And so I think that's the other thing to mention, too, is that, you know, typically when you see these situations, it is by a family member. But then also, too, it also, you know, if there's a custody dispute or, um, you know, any type of um, non-custodial parent, it's, it's sometimes most likely the non-custodial parent who ha- has abducted or has taken the child without, you know, um, permission of the, of the custodial parent, which gets really ugly. Yeah, they, it's, those are frustrating cases to see. Um, and, and those are the only cases that we allow on the missing people group. Uh, just because if there isn't um, anything set with, with um, you know, the courts and uh, one parent decides to take off with a child and they're not in contact with the other parent, uh, we, we like to just let those cases kind of ride out and give them the benefit of the doubt. It's sad to see and, and it's just, you know, got to be really frustrating for, for parents not knowing where their children are, knowing that the non-custodial parent has taken off with them. Right. And it's just, what a what a traumatic experience too for the child. I mean, I can't imagine being in that situation, but also, you know, most likely aren't thinking things through and making the best decision for the child either. And so there is, I want to remind people, I've done, I put this app a few times and I will link it in the show notes, but there is an app and the name is eluding me and I'll, I'll be able to mention it after this in, a, in my closing. But, you know, there is an app that we can install um, and download free of charge that the state of Wyoming is paying for, um, DCI is paying for in conjunction with um, uh, the Crimes Against Children Division. I think it's ICAC, is an Internet Crimes Against Children, and an effort to prevent, you know, predatory behavior happening on our children's phone. And so I think it's a really important, you know, reminder too, right? Like we, we want to give children, you know, quote unquote, some privacy and some freedoms, but also being super aware and cognizant of, you know, who they're talking to and the nature of a relationship to prevent something like this from happening. Yeah, of course. It is really hard. Uh, you know, I have a 14 year old and I want to give them the privacy that they deserve, have that trust there at the same time. What happens a lot of these times with, with children that are getting um, lured in by an adult family friend or whoever they may be, uh, they start to feel guilty. They, they get lured in and it's fun and exciting and there's all this payoff in the beginning. And on the back end, it's almost like blackmail and they're terrified that this person is going to, you know, get them in trouble or their family's going to be mad or disappointed. And so just reminding your children, regardless of what situation you've gotten yourself into, it's never too late to reach out for help. Uh, because, you know, if you don't, something worse could potentially end up happening, like with this case, um, and much worse with other cases where, you know, children are never recovered. Right. I, I think that's probably, you know, obviously the thing to focus on is, you know, that this child was recovered, is going to be spending the holidays at home, which is just, you know, a miracle within itself. And so thankful that we have, you know, the Amber Alert system, and we utilize it in the way that we do. And, you know, I think, you know, I saw that post shared, you know, over, what was probably a thousand times that I saw on, you know, through our, our media channels. And so, I mean, and that's what I saw. So I'm sure so much more. And so I think that's what's so critically important is that, you know, we're sharing that information and we're, and we're thankful that it turned out this way, but yeah, the preventative measures are what keep our children safe. Yeah. I think on the group, there were a few posts shared on the missing people of Wyoming group, 
one of those posts had reached over 70,000 people. So it's nice to see that. I don't, the, the public doesn't typically get to see that, but when you run a page or a group, you get to see a lot more of the stats coming in. Um, and so I just want to remind, you know, members of the public, it may seem pointless in the moment to share something like that. Um, but, you know, so many cases have been resolved because of social media. Uh, making sure first that the information is factual and then getting it out there is so important, especially with like an Amber Alert case where you know somebody has been taken, uh, you know, lured into a bad situation. So I just, it really is heartwarming to see the public kind of come together and unify in something like that. Right. And I think this is exactly, you know, part of the reason you do what you do, right? And I do what I do and that, you know, and that, you know, we're hoping that, you know, even if we're, if we're not playing a direct role, we're at least helping make sure that the word is getting out and people are seeing the information. So that way, you know, and we're, you know, be a small part of that, but yeah, that's why the page exists. That's why yes. you know, podcasts exist. So yeah, it's I a think- beautiful ripple effect, uh, you know, to see how uh, it's come so far and not even having really a part of it anymore and just seeing people just, you know, come together for this is, is just, it's really just wonderful to see. Any other updates? No, that's all I have for this week. All right. Well, thank you so much, Desiree. And you have a happy Thanksgiving. And I just wanted to jump back on here and let you know the Offender Watch app is free download. I have the flyer linked in the show notes so that way you can look and see what features it has but it does really help set a preventative measure on our children's phones in that if they're ever contacted by uh, a registered sex offender you will be alerted as well as you know you'll get alerts to when and you'll get an alert to whenever you have an offender move into your area as well There's also another app that I have seen lots of advertisements for called the Watchdog app, and it actually is more about overall use monitoring. So, and you can set parameters on it. So you can like actually have the phone shut down, you know, during a certain time frame. So like in the evenings when everybody's asleep, you know, the phone isn't usable and, or, you know, make sure a great tool for bullying as well. And so it's another really great app. I don't have that one linked. And so, but it is one that I have seen advertised a ton as well. So again, you know, as Desiree, Desiree and I said, the best way to keep our children safe is preventative measures. I hope you go into this holiday season as thankful as I am. And for our families who have a loved one who isn't where they should be, we're thinking of you. Until next time.